Luke. And I'm Lars. This is two guys talking about every fantasy movie ever made. Lars, how are you doing tonight? It has been, it's been almost a year. It has been almost a year. This is, we, we have not spoken to each other. <laughs> since last year. Since last year. Uh, no, things are really great. And obviously it's a, it's fitting that we're doing tonight's episode about the movies we're doing because we're about to go to the most magical and happiest place on earth. Really? And where is that? Jersey. 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 Uh, which exit? <laughs> um, no, we're uh, we're biting the bullet and, and we're going to, uh, going to Disney World. Being in six sleeps. Cool. Uh, that's what we've been measuring as. Uh, we're leaving on um, Sunday morning and driving to Savannah. Having an afternoon wandering the streets of Savannah, and then having a pool party and pizza party, and mm. then going to the resort on Monday morning, and then actual parks on Tuesday. Cool. How we're, there for, we're there for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then we leave Friday night. Very cool. So I've never been. I, well, I, I take that back. I've been um, for about 30 minutes conference at a resort that's not on property but it's like right next to it mm-hmm. and then um we went to a fireworks show at epcot didn't really get to stay and see anything and it was in july and it was basically walking around the surface of the sun <laughs> and we saw the fireworks and i was like oh that's really cool and then we were back yeah it was it actually it came about so so, and we actually, um, in May of 2020, we were going to go to Mary Helen's wedding, our cousin, who actually just had a baby. So, congratulations mm-hmm. to them. And if you're a praying type, he's in the, the NICU, he was preemie, so, you know, lift up your thoughts and prayers to him. But we were going to go to the wedding, and I was like, hey, let's, let's add on a trip. And my thought was like, we'll go to like Six Flags, we'll go to Stone, we'll, we'll go hiking, we'll do this stuff. Yeah. And Elizabeth immediately was like, we're going to go to Disney? And I'm like, oh, I hadn't thought about that, but okay. <laughs> and the more we thought about it, like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. We're, we're like almost halfway there already. And so we started thinking and we started booking it. It was amazing. And we had all this stuff. And... Like, right around December of 2019, we got, like, our portfolio of, like, you're going to Disney and you're doing this stuff. And, you know, it was going to be great because Eleanor was free. And, you know, Elliot, you know, they, they were just at the age where they can maybe remember snuff, but you know, all these things. And then um, the funniest thing happened. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So we're what? You know, December 19, 2019, January 2020. I don't remember anything important happening around then. Like, like, like anything like right around February or March of 2020. Nothing no. happened. Nothing big. No. So, <laughs> and, you know, I haven't been before. And I'm like, all right, this is finally going to happen. We're going to go. And... Um, so then we rescheduled for September of 2020, thinking, well, by then we'll be fine. And, and it was, right? And it was, and it was, was not. <laughs> and then we said, okay, we're just going to go ahead and cancel it and get our money back. Yeah. And then we were like, you know what? Let's 
let's do it. We can go January 2022. It'll be a perfect time because it's like right after the holidays. So everybody is still back at school. They haven't like taken another vacation. He misses some school, but there's still Martin Luther King Day. So he doesn't miss a ton of school. It's cheaper. We have to pay for Eleanor now, but she can actually ride rides. It'll be great. Yeah. The, 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 there's no variants that are going to still be around. Right. So, there are. <laughs> um, but we're just we're going to roll the dice. And, and, you know, Elizabeth and I are fully vaccinated. Elliot is as vaccinated as he can be with his age. Yeah. Eleanor isn't. But we're just going to mask up and hope for the best. And, you know, just do what we can. Because we're going to Disney. Um, we've got everything all planned out. We've... Uh, we're. Elliot and I are gonna build a lightsaber together. Nice. I'm excited. Like, I that's like the thing. A, I, I a would movie level. Do. Yep. Thing. Um, I'm excited to drink the blue milk. <laughs> um, nice. I'm excited to do some of the old kitschy rides, like the like haunted mansion and like all the stuff. So we we they've gotten more and more excited about stuff, and it's funny to see like what they're excited about because when we told them that they were going. And give two shits. Yeah. Because they didn't have any frame of reference of, like, Disney World. And I think we had a, more of a frame of reference for Disney World when we were little. Like, there was some, like, that was a big deal. Yes. Like, if you went to Disney World, that was that well, was. We were, we were living on the other side of the country, and we had friends who had gone, who went several times, and... And, and we it, didn't, but it, but it was like, you know, it, this was back in the day of... There wasn't internet. It was just the, the commercials that you see on, on TV. And we also didn't have the Disney Channel. The only time we had the Disney Channel was like that free weekend. Right. Right? Like we had Nickelodeon. So we were Nickelodeon kids growing up. You know, we were Snick and Doug and Rugrats yeah. and Salute Your Shorts and and all those shows. We weren't Disney, Disney movies. Our, 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 our yeah. Disney experience was... The movies that were in the big plastic VHS, VHS, you know, and and I remember Mary Jo and Dave Weatherby had all of them. Mm-hmm. So whenever we would go over their house with Katie and Sarah, we would watch Disney movies. But and and, and I'm you know I grew up we grew up loving Disney movies, but that was like our frame of reference for Disney. It wasn't yeah. Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. It was Aladdin and Lion mm-hmm. King and. Little Mermaid and you know all, right. all all those right like that was that at least that's what I remembered I don't know what, what about you that's yeah that that's that was a lot of it you'd see commercials for Disneyland you'd have the the Super Bowl winners say we're going to Disneyland Disney World my I've never been either I remember a couple of years ago we went to um, Victoria's best friend she actually uh, she works at, at the park or really she worked she worked at at the park at the time I don't know if she still does um, and she was getting married so we went to their wedding there. And Victoria was a bridesmaid, and I was just content to go around, um, screw around in Orlando for a day while they're doing bridesmaid stuff. And she's like, oh, well, what are we going to do with Luke? She's like, oh, I've got an idea. And my ears immediately perk up like a, like a friggin' like a, like, a, like a Mickey Mouse. Yeah, like a Mickey Mouse. I'm like, wait, what, 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 what? And she's like, oh, well, here, uh, how about this? I'll give you a, uh, a, day, a day at the park. I'm like, what? 
because she also worked at Universal. Uh. <laughs> Which was awesome, but at the same time, it was this, like, oh. Close. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't ask for Pepsi. <laughs> and you don't want to be a dick. Like, you know, but, that, yeah. that, that was a very sweet gesture of her. And I'm, yeah. sure, you had, I'm sure you had fun at Universal. Oh, it's great. It, it was awesome. It's just, I was, that was I not what I was... Ha- I didn't ask for Pepsi. That's a wonderful way to describe it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we're talking about Disney because we watched some more Disney movies. Um, and with the advent of stre- streaming, you know, Disney Plus is incredible. Yes, it is. It really is um, because ter- there's so many But it's a terrible movies. interface. Yeah, it is. Um, but there's so many great things on there. And it's been neat to watch them with the kids and get them excited about different things. You know, we're slowly introducing them to the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he really liked Ant-Man. Ant-Man's fun. Ant-Man's fun. We're, I'm going for the fun ones. Yeah. So we're, we're doing Ant- like he liked, they like Guardians of the Galaxy. Those are mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Um, so you immediately went to Endgame and and then we then and and Winter Soldier, which <laughs> Winter Soldier is one of my favorites, mm-hmm. but it, it's it's not it's <laughs> not one fun. of the ones that I need to go show them. Thor Ragnarok, which is just colorful God, and so fun, <laughs> so good, so good. <laughs> um, see, yeah, Mar- the Marvel movies for me, like uh, most of them are good, and that's the only adjective. Like most of them are good. There's a handful of them that are really good. Yes. And then there's two of them that I don't want to watch, or three of them I don't want to watch again. Can you pick them? Can you figure it out? Can you figure it out? Okay. Uh, Age of Ultron. Yep. All right. Uh, I would say probably Doctor Strange. Nope. Oh, okay. I love Doctor Strange. Really? I thought Doctor Strange was a a, uh, standard comic unit. That's, that's fine. It, it, yeah, that's okay. Um, Age of Ultron. Uh, so, Incredible Hulk. Yep. Two. Okay. And Iron Man 3. I liked Iron Man 3. I don't know. But uh, it's a sequel. Oh, Thor 2, yeah. 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 Thor 2 is kind of... I, I How little impression it left on me, I forgot it existed. There we go. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so... Um, I, I, I want to go through and watch it all again, but I just... I, that's a lot of that is a lot of previously on the Marvel Cinematic Universe and see I, I did that when um, Infinity War came out yeah and I, I went through and watched them all and I really appreciated a lot more of them there were the ones that I really didn't like <laughs> mm-hmm. they're the ones that I was like oh these are great Th- these are like like legit wonderful right again like your Guardians of the Galaxies your um your Winter Soldier. Um, I, I, I thought Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming was wonderful. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there, there's a lot of them that are just like, hey, these are really great movies. Yes. And then there's a lot of them that are like, okay, that was good. That's, that's well, that? in there. Cause <laughs> like, Black, 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 like Black Panther. What, do you, what were you going to say about Black Panther? I was going to say it's about Black Widow. Oh. Black Widow was, well, it was good. It was a solid, it was a standard unit of comic book movie. Mm. Black Panther was wonderful, I thought. Yeah, that that's that's up that's up there on my my top yeah. list. Um, but so we're getting to show them those kind of movies, um, and we're showing them the Disney movies, and you know Disney 
makes amazing movies. I love Moana. Yeah. I love Moana. Frozen is really great. And we've the, talked about... we talked yeah. about... Have we done Frozen? Or we, did, just we, Frozen we just did 2? Frozen 2. Okay. Frozen 2. Great. great. Good. Good movie. And then um, their newest one, their 60th. This is their 60th movie. 60th Disney animated movie. Yep. Disney animated movie. So we don't count the Pixar movies. We count mm-hmm. the Disney movies, which at some point... I forget what what the first the dinosaur was their first anim, like CGI movie. Yes. It might have been dinosaur. It was. At some at some point Disney animated movies went from cell animated, you know, people drawing to, you know, computer animation, which yeah. they they went back from with with Princess and the Frog, which was great. We need to talk about that one at some point. You know, they they they're now all computer animated. Um, there is a distinct difference between, I feel, Pixar and Disney. Yes, there's, pick, I mean, for lack of a better term, it feels like Pixar takes doesn't have a formula. And Disney has had some kind of formula to it. Yeah. Um, Pixar seems like it takes a lot of, a lot more... Um, Chances. Chances and it has a lot more varied storytelling. That's not to say formula is bad. No, 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 and especially in the case of this movie. But it's also you're right. They they, they Pixar. I feel like deals in a lot more weighty ideas. Mm-hmm. Like you think of Inside Out, and we're talking about where emotions come from, and how and like the pain of of growing up, and how bittersweet that is. Right. Those are those are big concepts, right? Like that's a that's mm-hmm. big. That's not just. Well, I've got to go. I'm the I'm Mowgli, and I got to go f- find the tribe of man. Like that's. I mean, there there's other stuff happening there, but it's not. Yeah. Really esoteric, thoughtful concepts. What do you? It's not. What do you say to your father after you have after that? Who you've never met because he died before you, you were born. Which was onward, or e- or even like Wally. Don't mess up the planet. That seems really simple. Well, we're gonna tell it's like a Charlie Chaplin movie, and it's beautiful, and. It's heartbreaking and it's wonderful. I hope you liked it, Wally. I'm going to, going to go off on it because it's amazing. Yeah, no. <laughs> Wally's one of my off. favorites. Wally is, Wally's is one incredible. of my favorites, yeah. <laughs> or the even five something like, mi- Yeah. I'm sorry. The the first five minutes of Up is a perfect oh. story. Yeah. They could have just stopped. Yeah. But then and they, then they, they went on and made a good movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so P- Pixar's a little bit different. But, but, you know, Disney still has it. And I feel like Encanto... Was a fine addition. It was not. It was not bad. I, at least I don't think. I think it was fine. There's a, there's surprisingly not a lot that happens in it. No, it's it it is a pretty. It's there's not a lot that happens, but I've been joking to myself since watching it that it's generational trauma. The movie. <laughs> yeah. Because it's it's dealing with. I really liked it. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. I. It, it's dealing with your family's expectations for you and how sometimes you can do everything right and you're still not enough and how that weighs on you despite everyone on the outside seeing you as perfect. You, because your expectations for yourself are so high, you're going to crack. And that's... Yeah, yeah, and, and and also how the most meaningful of intentions, because the so, and we'll 
and again, obviously spoilers, but you know we'll talk about this. But the villain is the grandmother in the movie. Yeah, she like she she she's the villain, but she doesn't mean to be. Like her intention is actually protecting her family. She has good intentions, right? And and, and she and she doesn't hate um, Mirabelle, the main character, right? And she doesn't try to not love her. It's just she's forgotten what was important. Right, it, and we don't even know if we could call... I don't even know if I could call her a villain. It's just that she is... Or she's not even an antagonist. There isn't really an antagonist. There is a problem to solve, but... I, she's the obstacle. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's the best way to put it, because you're right. Yeah, she's not like a... Well, she's not a Disney villain. She, you know, she's not maniacal yes. or anything like that. And she's not really set against Mirabelle, but she is the obstacle to get a... Like, to change... Like she, she's the person that, she, she's the one that has the the bad information or the bad idea, and she's the one that needs to to change. Right. And Mirabelle's journey, while it's it's about finding her, ultimately is about, it's about saving her. It's about saving the grandmother. It, it it's it's Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins doesn't go there to save the kids. Mary Poppins goes there to save Mister Banks. Right. And that's what this is all about is saving the grandmother. So the, the story is, and you can, you, you get it from the trailer. First is bright and colorful. Yeah, bright, it's bright and colorful. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know a single thing going into the movie other than it was, it was Magic Family. Oh, I, I got it. Like, it tells her at the end, like, I'm the one that doesn't have powers. I'm like, oh. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't oh, even it's know like, Oh, oh, well, and then it's about her. It's going to be about her not having powers. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so no, this, I didn't even see. I didn't even see that. I just only ever saw like picture and Magic Family. Like I didn't see a trailer for it. I, oh, oh yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. I saw the trailer, and so what? What it is is this family. Um, it's in Colombia. They are chased out of their village. The the mother and, and father with their three children, chased out of the village by bandits. So like there there's some sort of upheaval going on, and um, they are trying to escape. And they have, like, there's carrying this candle and like other people come to escape with them and the bandits catch them. So the grandfather, you know, the, the dad goes and like tries to stop them. He gets cut down, but somehow this, his act of cutting, like, you know, stopping them from chasing after the family mm-hmm. creates magic. And this whole valley becomes magical. And there's mountains surround it. So it's impenetrable. And this, the family, the, the, the mother and her three kids, each get powers. Every subsequent member of the family that's born into it also gets powers. And their house is magical. And their house kind of tells them what, you know, when it's ready to, like, hey, now this next person's going to get a power. And, you know, the pa- one of them can, is super strong. And one of them can tell the future. Sh- tell on the future. And one of them, like, can, you know, can make you heal you with her cooking. And, mm-hmm. and and um, one of them is just perfect. Like, basically everything is just turns into flowers when she walks around. Right. And one can... Um, I think one can change the weather, and one can hear things and anywhere, and then can turn, it can turn it into anything. And people marry into this family, but, like, their gifts change this town and, and protect this town and, and, and raise them up and make everything great. And then Mirabelle is born into it and she doesn't have a power. Right. That we get this great the songs are amazing and it's Lynn Manuel Miranda and they are earworms which sucky 
a lot because I don't know Spanish. So all I know is Encanto. I don't know the words. I just know this like melody. Yeah. Completely understand. God. And then the kids sing it. And it's like, I, I, I just hear it over and over again all the time in my head. We've watched it at least five times. <laughs> because Eleanor will wake up and like, can we watch Encanto? <laughs> like she'll like, <laughs> like whisper it. They love it. Um, yeah. And it's, so that's the, and, and you know where the movie's going. Like, so she doesn't have powers. One of her, her cousin is about to get his powers and he tra- he talks to animals, right? Yeah, he talks mm-hmm. to animals. But then she starts seeing that the magic is cracking, and we we come to find out like her power was, like she was the glue that kept the family together, and her power was actually she understood the house, like so she didn't really have a power, but she she was the most important part of the family was that she was the glue. Right. There's that really. There's that line that the. Um, the grandmother has about how she she asked her husband for a miracle and she got hurt. Yeah. Yep. And there's so one of the one of the three children could see the future and he had a premonition and he ran away. And, he, and we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> one, one of the songs. Uh, which is a great song. Yeah. And comes to find out that you know Obviously, grandmother's telling Mirabelle, don't go investigate this. You know, stop trying to help things. You're not helping anything. Go away. Come to find out that Bruno is actually living in the walls. And there's that heartbreaking shot. So they have dinner together all the time. And they've it, all got their own spots. And they all have their own spots. And Bruno has made his own spot inside the wall so he can have dinner with them every night. And I got to tell you, man, woof. Yep. There's a woof. lot of emotional sucker punches in this. <laughs> I did not see that one coming, and nope. that was that was a sucker punch because <laughs> yeah, he, he's made his own little place, and he can see a little crack in the wall where he can see his family still. <sighs> that was <laughs> yep, yeah, that one came out of nowhere. But again, there's not a lot of plot stuff. Like you know, Mirabelle just tries to save things. There's a lot of incredible just set pieces for it being in the house because each room opens up into this magical world. That you know that the powers kind of kind of create, mm-hmm. and you know it's to your point. You were talking about how it's about you know the the pressure your family puts on you. The it, it was interesting that the the you know Mirabelle's our hero and she doesn't have any powers. The people with powers have just as much pressure put on them, and they're just as anxious, and they're just as insecure. But they just have powers. Exactly, and that honestly add even adds some of the some more pressure to them in a different way. Right, like I'm expected to be able to lift the world. Right, no pressure. And no pressure. <laughs> Another great song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're all. I mean, it's 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 Lin Manuel. He he. Yeah. That guy's amazing. The bit that like hit hardest for me was yeah. um, so the house gets destroyed. Because the candle goes out, because the magic goes away, because grandmother they, has forgotten grandma, what's important. Grandma's forgotten the, the important things, and their house is in shambles. And the whole time, the whole thing that grandmother has been doing is that they need to protect this this 
village, this valley, we need to help as many people as possible. So they've been wondering where they're going to live, and the entire village comes up. And rebuilds our house. To rebuild their house. And, and like, lay down your burdens. Mm -hmm. Like, you've done enough. You've done so much for us. Let us take care of you. The George Bailey moment. Yeah, man. Oh, like, well, it, it, like, you just, yeah. Like, you guys have taken care of us. You, You sheltered us when we were lost. Let us take care of you. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. We're yeah. both tearing up right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, that was that's beautiful. And then, and of course, so they rebuild the house, and then Grandma gives the doorknob to Mirabelle, so she can go open it up, and then it turns back to the magic. Right. So it, it yeah. There, there's a lot of neat. I mean, again, for a simple story that not a lot happens. Like plot wise, but no, it's more. It's, it just... is a very, as we said, there's no there's no real antagonist other than generational trauma. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> did you know that uh, Mirabelle? You know who she is. What else she plays? Uh, she's in um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. She's Rosa Diaz. <laughs> she is the no nonsense, like don't f with me motorcycle riding. I've only had this by, like you know, just like this crazy badass. But if you ever heard an interview with her, like her voice is naturally like high pitched and and yeah. super feminine, and like that's her actually her voice is Mirabelle. But I saw like you know this hey come watch Encanto I'm like oh, Rosa, Rosa, <laughs> <laughs> why do you sound like that? Um, so fun fact, I've only ever seen the first episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I actually just finished it this year. Or, or I'm sorry, last year. <laughs> I, I, I went back through and watched it all. It's really fun. It's, um, I'd say it's on par with, I mean, it's on par with The Office and Parks and Rec. Cool. Par- I, I prefer Parks and Rec over The Office. I could not stand either version of The Office in any form. I, it was like, it was like taking a cheese grater to my face. Did you did you like Parks and Rec? Parks and Rec is genius. Parks and Rec is I, I prefer Parks and Rec. I, I actually like I think that the the supporting cast in Parks and Rec is what makes it so great. Because I love Leslie Nope, but then watching Tom Haverford and Nick Offerman. The, the incredible yeah. Nick Offerman. Um, and even just like this just the, the random characters that'll pop up. And the, the, Jerry the, and Retta yeah. and like all those people, it, it, it's better. It's a better show. I, I it's rare to see that much of a sense of optimism in comedy, let alone television in general. And the oh, show it, is oh, oh, it's it's all positive. It's all super positive. And that that was what what strikes it. What that is to me like the striking part of of, of Parks and Rec. I mean, you can still have great. <laughs> well, right, yeah. Well, you can still have like super sarcastic moments and bitter mm-hmm. moments in it, but ultimately, there's a, still a sense of like, we got this, we can do it. Mm-hmm. And in in Brooklyn Nine Nine was that too. So Brooklyn Nine Nine, like on the spectrum, it leans more towards Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Um, really good callbacks, really good characters, really fun. Really cool ending. But back to Encanto. <laughs> Sorry for the, <laughs> for the tangent. Um, 
also, I mean, uh, Parks and Rec, uh, or I'm sorry, um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, um, Lin-Manuel Miranda makes an appearance. He's one of the, the guest stars. Hmm. He's, uh, he's Amy Santiago's perfect brother. <laughs> um, now, th- this one was, was, you know, it's incredible after 60 years that Disney can still make a movie that can make two men in their mid to late thirties tear up just talking about it. Yeah. That says something that they, Mm -hmm. that they, and, and not in a cheap way, but in a way that like allows you to talk about emotions and access emotions and talk about things that are bigger than just, I've got superpowers and I'm going to go build a house. Like, no, it's, it's bigger than that. Things, things can mean more than that stuff and be smarter and they don't have to be filled with endless pop culture references. You know, they can they can stand their own, stand their own. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's cool. The second movie that we watched, I, I let off with Encanto. What was the other movie we watched? So, Sword in the Stone. I have a complicated relationship with this film. I'm gonna. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so it is based off of the first chunk of my literal favorite book, Once in a Future King. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Which we've pretty... also talked about earlier in in one of your favorite movies of all time. Exactly in 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 Excalibur, it's a not a terrible adaptation of that first chunk. It's missing some stuff, um, and depending on and I found this out recently. Depending on the version of the book that you're reading, there are parts that are missing from it. It follows a young oh, excuse me, a young squire named Wart. Who's squire to to Kay to to Sir Kay, a knight who's um, just a brash junk, you know, piece of crap. Um, and then like, his... like I don't even think he has eyes. <laughs> like yeah. for most of the movie, like he's <laughs> he is eyeless. Yeah, and all of a sudden the magical Merlin comes to town and wants to train Wart to be to teach him to be more than than just a squire. And to actually become Arthur, which is who he is. Exactly. And I watched it again. I actually watched it again today. Yeah, and it's it's good. It's solid. But there's a couple of thoughts I had about it. One, we have definitely lost something going away from some traditional animation because there are some absolutely gorgeous hand-drawn bits in here. The, the, the thing that is entirely... When they're walking along the water and it's just entirely their the reflection, it's gorgeous. It's a masterpiece. Well, even the the part where they're in the um, in the moat, yeah, and they turn into fish, right? And that that's they strip out a bunch of that from the book because in this it's just him showing Arthur. Oh, there's other ways to live, and there's other people. There's other ways to think about the world. In the book, it's Merlin actively teaching him how to rule, going through various uh, various methods of um, governance, including fascism, democracy, and uh, uh, monarchy. It's very strange. Uh, they cut out an entire section where they turn into ants. Oh, so okay, so they actually do that then. That actually happens. It's I, just a, I kept thinking that that was like okay, sword in the stone. Well, the kid pulls the sword from the stone. Okay, how how do we make a movie out of this? And I didn't realize like all the animal bits actually yep. came from the T H White. The T H White. It's T H White. Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, the Mad Madam Men fight. 
The Mad Men Men fight is in a different version of the book than the one I've read. Hmm. Okay, so these aren't actually just not pulled out of their... No. The arses. Like, this is... Okay. That gives me a better respect for the movie. Yeah. I always thought that was like, well, this is just padding. Yeah. This is just weird. And it pads a... It, <laughs> it's it's like, two-thirds of the movie is padding. And that poor squirrel that falls in love with Arthur... That's really heartbreaking. <laughs> That's really heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> so like, they, Merlin turns, like, they turn into squirrels, and they're, like, you know, running around the trees for some reason, and there's a female squirrel that falls in love with Wart, Arthur, squirrel, and they they turn into humans, and she's, like, she's crying, and she runs away sad. <laughs> That was really sad. <laughs> I mean, I not in can- that wasn't in Canto sad, but no, that was sad. I'm torn up over a small tr- oh, a small cartoon squirrel. Right, right. <laughs> and it's like it's it's really funny because it's contrasted with they have this like this other squirrel fall in love with Merlin, and that one's played entirely for laughs. And then the cute squirrel, which is you know utterly heartbroken, that one is meant to be okay. This is our sucker punch. Right. <laughs> oh, you were laughing. Oh, no, here we go. Not anymore. <laughs> it's good. I, it's it's weird. I don't have as much about it to talk about as I, as I do in Canto. Probably because in Canto, it, I feel like deals with a lot more. But there's. It's interesting because of how it feels like it's out of its time, out of time, because it doesn't do enough. It doesn't do anything. So it's this weird like, if this had been a short film. It might have been better if it was just this Merlin and Arthur have weird adventures as animals. It might have been gone a lot farther. Mm. But I also can't help but compare this to the other Disney um, animated English fantasy tale that they've got. Robin Hood. Which is better in every conceivable way. Well, it's funny because it, like, so I'm looking at like the list of Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Was, we actually watched Snow White tonight, which the kids hadn't seen before, because we're going to ride the Disney right, right, right. cart and all that kind of stuff. And after Bambi, there's a, a series of them that I haven't seen. It's like Saludos Amitos, Amigos, The Three Caballeros, Make Mine Music, Fun and Fancy Free, Melody Time. It's just like, it, there's like some weird... All the weird wartime weird ones. ones. Yeah, weird ones. And then you get to Ichabon Toad and then Cinderella. Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, Lady and the Tramp, Sleeping Beauty, 101 Dalmatians, like, bam, 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 like, holy cow, these are all great. Like, these are classic movies. I love every single one of the ones I just listed. Mm-hmm. Those are great. And then it's like, 101 Dalmatians, Sword in the Stone. And then it gets into this weird area of Aristocats, which, eh. And then Robin Hood and many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. But then it's like Rescuer, Fox and the Hound, Black Cauldron, Great Mouse Detective, Oliver and Company. You know, so it, it, it's. How dare you besmirch the Great Mouse Detective? I love it, but it, it is like that weird time period of Disney movies. Yes. So, Sword in the Stone actually, I feel like, fits more with that weird time period of movies mm-hmm. rather than. Snugged in between 101 Dalmatians and the Jungle Book. Like, I feel like Jungle Book is still in that, like, Peter Pan, Lady and Tramp, Super Beauty, like, that level yeah. of movie. 
and Robin Hood should be like the end, like Aristocats is a Robin Hood should be like the end of like, this was really great old Disney. And then we got into some weird stuff. And then Little Mermaid happened and like, oh, oh, this is what we can make him. We can actually do, we, we can, we've got our, our we've got our group back. We, we somehow, Disney Stella <laughs> got their groove back. Yeah, I don't have much to say about it either. I, I feel like, obviously, Excalibur told that part of the story better. As far as him pulling the sword from the stone, I now that I know that there there actually are times where he turns into animals, um, I don't know, I... I I've never read Once in Future King. Mm-hmm. Um, I should, but I just, I just never have. Um, so I'll, ch- I'll check it out. But there's Disney movies on our list that we've watched that I think are better. I think most of them are. Yeah. Even the one that we watched, the newest one. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm going to say that the newest one's a lot better. <laughs> I would 100% agree with you on that one. Well, then, so where does where does Encanto go? Well, I was, in, I was looking at... Um, Oh, Sword and Board. Or, sword, or, uh, sword and Stone. Yeah. yeah, Sword and Stone. I'm thinking I liked Frozen 2 more. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that I would probably rather watch this because it's shorter than uh, Pirates 2. I would agree with you there. Because Pirates 2 is a mess, but it's not as much of a mess as... Uh, and just based on the other animated movie that's right below it, it's better than Black Cauldron. Yes. It is much better than Black Cauldron. Black Cauldron is very... Uh, but then we get to Frozen 2, and it's like, oh, these are now dealing with bigger themes and stuff. So I'm going to scroll up for Encanto. yeah. I'm actually just trying to figure out where... Honestly, I would want to put it pretty high up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking Encanto is probably better than Dragon Slayer. But I might even go higher than that. Where? What's your absolute ceiling? I think just from sheer... Like, fairy tale, like mm-hmm. so pure fantasy. It's not better than Sleeping Beauty, because mm-hmm. that is that is pure like Disney on point, creating something magical and fantasy. So it's right. not better than that one. I, honestly, I'm gonna watch it more than any of the other movies up until Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, I think I'm probably. I'm, 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 I, and now that might be because I have kids, but I'm gonna watch that again. Before I watch any of the other ones, and that that's gonna be on my, my list. And, oh, and that's definitely definitely gonna watch it again before Time Bandits, which is it's a good movie. It's fine, but I'm I'm not like <laughs> sitting down. Hey, I want to go watch a movie. What? what am I gonna watch? If I get Time Bandits, <laughs> Time Bandits is not gonna pop up. But if I saw Encanto pop up on like my like recommended, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm gonna watch that again. So I, I put it in between Sleeping Beauty and Time Bandits. I think I agree with you. Cool. Yeah, we watched really a one really really good one. Like yeah. For the sixtieth, and they they made a big deal of it. Like they they changed the the logo for the animation studios. Like they are like it's basically like our sixtieth feature. Right. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. And I and, and I just and we just watched his first. We just watched the first feature tonight, which we'll have to talk about later. Yes, we will. But um. There's some interesting things in that one to talk about. So I'm excited to add Snow White to the list, but after 60 features, they've uh, they've still got it. Mm-hmm. There is there is a quality to the to Disney films which 
yes, there's there are they have their problems. Yes, they're not all great, but there is a quality to. And then looking problem. back on some of them, we, we recently watched Peter Pan with the kiddos. Oh yeah, and there, I love some... Peter Pan. And then there's some like, and, Princess ooh. Tiger Lily. Well, the humana what a humba humana a humana. Yeah. The 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 chief says how, and you know what. I appreciated what they did with that. So if you haven't watched it, on Disney Plus, they'll they put up the screen, like right before it starts. It says, Hey, there's some things in here that aren't great. They weren't great then, they're not great now. But they're in the movie. And we're not gonna censor it, but we want you to know that they're not great. And you should think about that. And and not like you shouldn't watch the movie, but think about what this means now and think about how things have changed it's the, and, it's, and the, it's, it's the Tom and Jerry thing like old Tom and, like uh, old Tom and Jerry cartoons now will have a statement saying something something similar where it's like they were wrong then but if we if we remove them now we're just removing that we're, we're pretending it never happened yeah no you, you can't do that you just need yeah. to talk about it and have a conversation about it and expect that parents will tell like, like we did like hey this yeah. That's not, you know, this isn't how yeah. Native Americans are should be portrayed. Portrayed, yeah. But that doesn't mean you can't watch the movie or enjoy it. It's just, you should talk about it. It's a cultural artifact. Exactly. So, yeah, there's, there, I think Disney movies are, like, we could do a, a sword and board on Disney. Like, Dad wanted to do James Bond because it showed how things changed. Can you imagine a movie about... A Colombian family where a lot of the music is in Spanish. Yeah. In the time that that Peter Pan came out. Nope. There's not a, there's not a white person in in Canto. It it think it reflects how things have changed and how in my mind it's always the it comes back to one 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 of my friends Rex he was on the podcast yeah there's a commercial that came out that showed I forget what it was but it was like. I think it was Coca-Cola, and like they were singing, like "God Bless America" or like "This is Man Land is Your This Man Land is Your Land," mm-hmm. and it was all different languages. And what he said, "This is great because what this says to me is that that company is a soulless company." And I'm not saying Disney is a soulless company, <laughs> but yeah. they're a company, and they are profit-driven. And what they've analyzed is that. There are more people that will support inclusivity and hearing different voices and understanding more people than there are not. So they are rolling the dice. Rolling the dice. There's on, an and, accountant. And, and There's bet, a... they're, they're betting on there are more people that will like this than not. And yep. what that says to me is that they are a litmus test for how society is moving. Yes. <laughs> so like they 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 are not just doing this because they want to be woke because they're hip and cool. It, they're a company. And they've done the market research, and this is what is important. So exactly. we are going to move this way, and we're going to drag the other parts of the country with us. So, I don't mm-hmm. know. I dig it. Um, I, I agree. But uh, so, Lucas, where uh, where can folks hear us? We can be found on on Confidence and Music. <laughs> And wherever your discerning humidifiers are sold. <laughs> okay. We can be found on Stitcher and Podbean and 
Spotify, any major podcast service. Uh, we Coffer and Slimmy <laughs> and <laughs> Coffer spelled without the E at the end. Exactly. So just cough with an R at the end. He actually just spent the week at Disney World. He drank himself around Epcot. We'll see how that went. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have heard of people doing this. I, uh, yeah. I've always wanted to. I'm glad that we got. I'm glad that we got our logo done before he did that. Exactly. <laughs> um, in any case, our logo is lit, and so was. <laughs> watch a Disney movie on. It's, it's, things are meh sometimes out there. Go watch a Disney movie and uh, keep wearing your mask. Please get vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs>